0: Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we're talking with successful business owners to hear their journey to building their business. And because we know that success in business is not something that we can do on our own, we're taking time to recognize the folks that helped us to excel. Today, I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Indiana with us today my guest is very competitive i we're going to ask him more about this but he told me that if he can't win then he doesn't play so i want to understand that a little more here in a minute uh in his downtime he enjoys doing yard work and and the the relaxation that that brings and and the escape from from the you know his business and and he's most proud of his family with kids ranging from 23 to 40 and we'll have him tell us a little bit more about his family here in a minute it's my pleasure to welcome rick to the show today hello rick hey oh, there tim how Thanks are you for doing? having me yeah thank you for being on the show i appreciate it all right so let's have you um we'll start with you introducing yourself tell us a little bit of your personal story like where you were born and live and about your family and and then we're going to definitely uh, have you tell us about uh, your competitive spirit.
1: That's not a good thing, but we can get into that a little bit. So anyway, so I'm a Midwesterner at heart, uh, born in Detroit, lived there for 10 years. Dad was in the auto industry, got transferred down to uh, Toledo. So I was there for the, the next 10 years, uh, graduated from Ohio State which was an interesting story because growing up in Detroit and up in Toledo area, you really grow up as a Michigan fan, which is mm-hmm. not a good thing to say, but when it's time to go ahead and pay for college, it was a lot better to go to Ohio State than <laughs> than Michigan. Um, so uh, as soon as I graduated from uh, Ohio State, I took a job with uh, General Motors uh, just north of Indianapolis. And what I thought was going to be a whistle stop of Indianapolis, uh, I'm now 34 years into it, and I've lived more, and uh, we've lived a long time in Indianapolis. So that, that wasn't a plan. Uh, the other plan was I I, um, I went out, I came out of school as a, an accounting major at Ohio State. I got an MBA from uh, Ball State, and uh, it was all accounting and finance. And while uh, it was a great it was, a, it was a great base, um, being very competitive, um, I found being a strictly an accounting and finance background and the jobs that I was I was gaining. Um, I was more of a scorekeeper, and as a kid, mm. I was I was super competitive. Still super competitive. Uh, loved sports, and uh, found that I really wanted to play the game. And it's it was I was more of a consultant um, in the accounting world. Um, so that's when I really worked on trying to transition out of being strictly accounting and moved into more of a financial role. Then moved into strategic planning, and then I had a boss one day that said, "Hey, you've been telling me how to be." You, how to fix these different things in operation she said it's all yours (laughs) um and so uh her name is deborah monzik she here she's here in indianapolis as well she was a great mentor to me um earlier on in my career and uh she's the one that took the chance on me to get me out of um the 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 finance side and and get me to actually play in the game and so uh the game has changed for me over the years that i have played but uh um as uh, recently as uh, 2016 had an opportunity to purchase the company with my business partner Shelly Austin. Um, uh, that we started in 2003 so um, and since then uh, we have uh, grown the business pretty significantly the last couple of years we've been on the Inc 5000 list. Uh, this past year we are uh, listed at 1484 the year before that we were uh, somewhere around 1514 if I remember right uh, fastest growing company here in Annapolis. Uh, past couple of years uh and then by uh indiana chamber of commerce so uh we were i think ranked 25th out of 125 best places to work here in indianapolis oh, so fantastic. super proud of super proud of what we've done um it's definitely a team effort um i've been working as i said i've got business partner for 26 years shelly austin but she's great at um i'm not so great at and vice <laughs> versa and we've got we've got just a great team of people that have that have followed us along the way in our careers. And uh so it's, it's been a successful story. It's been fun to do. Fantastic. So tell me a little bit more about your family. Oh, all right. So it's, uh, it's a blended family. Um been married to my wife. Um, it will be 14 years in March. Uh, we've got five kids among us. Uh, as I said, as you mentioned, it's uh, from 23 to 40. Um, none of them live um, here in Indiana. As a matter of fact, they've, you they always want to, you always want to teach your kids, you know, follow your dreams, do what you want to do. And I'll tell you what, our kids definitely took that uh, that that message and ran with it. So uh, we've got a son, his, uh, his wife and two grandchildren in Hawaii. Um, and then we've got um, uh, two other sons, one's in uh, D.C., another one's in Boston. We've got a daughter in Charlotte, and uh, our youngest is... Um, He's in Colorado. He's going, It's a, he's in his last year at Colorado State. So and he's at 23. So um, we've got him all over. Great place to visit. It's, yeah. uh, it's, <laughs> it's tough to get everybody together. Tough to go ahead and visit them because they're so, they're so diverse in, in where they're going. Eventually, we see ourselves heading out to the East Coast uh, since we, that's where at least three of them landed. So we can at least get to them by car.
0: Yes. Wonderful. Well, hey, Rick, is there a funny story that your family likes to tell about
1: you that you'd be willing to share with us today? funny story. Um there's so many stories out there. Um I I, I can't pre- I can't think of any particular story um but it, to, to play on that the the one that you have on the uh, you talked about competitiveness and you yeah. want to talk a little bit about that a little bit. Um so one of the things I they always try to egg me on to get me into games to get me to play games and um family game you know board games different types of games yeah. uh, at the holiday times. <laughs> and uh being the competitive person as i said I, I don't like to lose which uh and i don't play a game unless i think i'm gonna i have the potential to win yeah um <laughs> so um a lot of times i'll sit back and i'll just watch the game and no nah, i don't want to play don't want to play and i'll just sit watching and play. And then, and then eventually i'll jump in and and uh and they said okay well he obviously understands how to play this and, and how to win it. <laughs> and uh so that that's that's how it ends up working out but uh, it usually takes some time to coax me to get in because I just don't like to lose, and, and and there's pluses and minuses to that. I mean, over the years, um, I mean that's been my been been my mentality, and I'm, I'm sure I've missed out on a lot of things because I've I've chosen and I said, um, eh, you know, and I, I know immediately that things that I can and 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 excel at are things I'm not going to be so great at, but right. um and but I know that if I put in the time in certain areas, I know that I can get myself to that area and, and be and win. Um, but I, there's probably some areas that I've, I've passed up that I I probably could have jumped in and 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 taken off with, but um, because of that personality trait, it just it just doesn't work out so well.
0: I can appreciate that. I'm a sore loser. Uh, so so thank you for sharing. Hey, um, tell us how the business came about. So I know you said that that you and your partner bought it, but um, at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business?
1: Well, that starts off awful early in my life. So um, back when I was a kid, um, I started my own lawn business. And and the interesting part is the way I started the lawn business is very similarly to how the business here um, for our transportation group started. So the way I started it was um, uh, I found a lawnmower in a uh, trash uh, out of the curb. And I brought it home and I asked my mom if I could go ahead and, you know, put it together and, uh, or take it apart and put it back together, see if I can get it to work again. Yeah. And she said, yes, yes, that'd be fine. Just as long as you go ahead and make sure that you clean everything up and, and everything's out of the way so dad can pull his car in the garage in the evening. So so don't make a mess. So anyway, so <laughs> I, I ended up figuring out what was the problem. It was, it was a head gasket that, that wasn't working. I've always been very inquisitive on, on just how things work. Uh um and so I figured out there was a head gasket blown and so what I ended up doing is I fixed that and then I went out in the around the neighborhood and I undercut all the kids that were cutting the grass and this is this is going to date me so I've been um I've been working for 34 years so you know back several years ago back in seventh grade cutting the grass in our neighborhood the going rate was eight bucks (laughs) I went and undercut everybody at seven um I ended up picking up the business and um, Couple of years later, I had up to 14 yards plus vacations, um, which that um, turned out to be 17. So we were, I was doing 17 a week, okay. um, and it, it taught me a bunch of things about um, business. It taught me about collections, doing providing a good service. Excuse me a minute. <clears throat> um, besides, you know, if you provide a good service, people are usually going to pay a little bit more. So, mm-hmm. I, so while I started at seven dollars. I started making 10 for most people because I thought I was doing a better job than than what they were getting previously. So uh, fast forward several years. So in 2003, I was working with a private equity company. It was a roll up of various logistics companies east of the uh, Mississippi, and um, uh, we had several warehouses. We built it up to about 3.1 million square foot. Largest customer for us was PepsiCo um and uh as i was driving through the various facilities we had because we had i think it was eight to ten different facilities here in the midwest that we were operating and uh there were a couple trucks in the back of one of the buildings and i asked our maintenance group what what, what yeah. were those for and they said well there's trucks that it's been about five five eight years since they've actually used them uh, i said i can tell the flat the tires are flat <laughs> um i said let's let's either see if we can get them to work or um if we can't let's 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 grab them out so both of them had um Interesting is uh the head gaskets for both of them were, were flowing. <laughs> so that's how we got in the business. <coughs> me again. I came back from uh uh Long Beach conference, uh ca- caught myself a little bit of cold on the way back. Hmm. So anyway, um, so we started the business that direction, and then um uh so then the other part of it is PepsiCo. So we started to run some shuttles, and then PepsiCo said. Uh, they were frustrated that we weren't getting the product off the dock fast enough, and it was really because um, their carriers weren't showing up on time. Mm. And so we came to them with a solution that said, "Hey, we're not going to be your 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 cheapest carrier that you have, um, but we're not going to be your most expensive carrier. But we, since we are the people moving the freight for you or, or moving the product for you, um, we will know ahead of time. We'll know before you if a carrier is failing. Mm. So that's how we we went to them, and that's how we built the business. Um, we're going to provide us a fair price and a, and a great service is, and, and that's how we, we started it and that was in 2003. Shelly Austin, she and I had worked previously. She was the first person I called and uh, said, hey, why don't we, uh, would you like to start up this transportation group? I really want to put you in charge of the transportation. I got a lot of this stuff, responsibility on the warehousing side and on the sales and marketing side yeah um, as well. So um, that's how we started back up. We, we, we got the team back together and uh, started to build the business from there and in 2016 there, there's a there's a period of several um buy and sell opportunities um so, so the, the ownership changed but in 2016 we had an opportunity to purchase that um because the the owner really wanted to go into um uh e-commerce and, and really focus their business um on that and 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 thought that having transportation and warehousing was uh, w- w- took away from their focus a bit and they also wanted to cash to further invest in their warehousing operations. So we had an opportunity to, to, to purchase what we had. And, and as I said, a lot of the stuff that I learned back when I was a kid in terms of providing good service, um, working well with people, um, you gotta collect cash, gotta make sure you're making money, right? Um, and invest back in the business. Um, that's something that has always carried me through. and and. Uh, in my education and, and my first start in in working in accounting and finance back at General Motors, when I first came out of school, a tremendous base mm. of, of knowledge that I picked up during that time. And as I said, what I, what I do well, uh, Shelly doesn't much care for and vice versa. And so we've been able to build the business since then.
0: Fantastic. So let's, Ed, I want you to tell me a little bit more about the company. So what's the name more specifically? What do you guys do? How
1: do you help people? So our name is Intech Freight Logistics. Um, so we really focus on three, uh, there's three stools of um, that, that that support our business model. One is we're a non-asset freight provider, hmm. uh, which I'll talk a little bit about more because that's our biggest piece of business um, and what keeps the doors open. Uh, we also have a segment of our business that where uh, shippers can outsource all their transportation to us. They don't have to they don't have to worry about it. They give us the tenders. They tell us when it's their, the freight's gonna be available, when it needs to arrive at their customer. And, and we help negotiate the contracts for them. We do all the freight payment audit and, and reporting, and we take care about that for them soup to nuts. And then there's another side where we go ahead and resell the technology that we've been using since 2007. So we, we're a reseller of the MercuryGate TMS, which is 450,000 people that log in that TMS um, across the world every day. Um, we've been super uh, fans of that and we've had a great relationship with them and they asked us uh, several years back if we would want, be interested in being a reseller and an integrator uh, because they really were focusing their business on building out their technology um, and really working with uh, large customers to uh, integrate and it, they weren't cost effective for the small and medium-sized shippers or logistics companies and that's where we play uh, with with that side of the business. So on the on the uh, the non-asset side, which is what keeps our doors open, um, we are focused on domestic intermodal. So uh, we really work with customers uh, shippers to transition their truckload um, for either sustainability reasons or for capacity reasons or for pricing reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. We try to transition them off of truckload and on domestic intermodal. We're you take advantage of the flexibility that truck offers on the front and back end of a delivery, and you take care of the efficiency that comes through with um, uh, with, with the rail on the long haul uh, right. piece of the freight. So uh, we made that decision a long time ago, um, and it, it's, it's paid off. Hmm. Uh, a lot of people say, why would you ever want to get into that business? Um, because you're playing with the big players. Um, For the truckload business, there's about 700, uh, 800,000 registered operators out there, and most of which own like 97% of the the capacity is coming from 10 or fewer trucks. Uh, Whereas intermodal, you're playing against people um, like J.B. Hunt, Schneider, Hub Group, which are mega companies, multi-billion dollar um, balance sheets. And those are the people we compete against. We we operate on the same docks as they do. and uh, a lot of times cust- we're sharing the same customer. So it just happens to be that um, we may provide a higher level of service on a lane that's more difficult to service okay. or we-, we come in in a price uh, that seems to match um, uh, what the customer is hoping. or the other piece is, is that there's uh, that Jv Hunt will ride on uh, say BNSF railroad, and we'll ride uh, our solution is coming across on the UP, CSX, Norfolk Southern. And so the customer wants to diversify their risk across different um, railroads.
0: Sure. Makes sense. I want to shift gears now here and talk a little bit about um, the impact that others have had uh, on your business and and, and on your personal growth. So, Rick, is there a story um, where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though maybe you didn't think that you could? And what was the impact that person had on you?
1: Well... I, there's it's hard to name a few. I mean, there's several that I can point to that that did that. Yeah. Um, I mentioned Deborah Monzik, who pushed me into helped me push me into the operations to be able to play the game. Um, I mentioned Shelly Austin. She's done a great job in terms of um, being able to balance uh, the work on, on both sides. Um, but I have I've had some really good mentors um going um in, in the General Motors days. Um unfortunately they're no longer with us um that really um pushed me and, and and made me think about you know the direction that i want to take my career uh, they gave me some really good career advice that said that um although i used it when i when i when i moved on um and they said that doesn't work that way <laughs> you, you can only use that when i said when i tell you that uh, um you can only use it for for gender motors uh, but uh, any any case, they gave me some really good advice. They said basically, if you're you're going, you basically look at your career as a pyramid, mm. um, and you're you're always looking to go towards the the point at the top. And they said if you're you start to brush on the sides, um, then something probably needs to change. Either you need to change, or the company that you're working with needs a change, or something needs to change direction. If you're pushing on the sides and you're not heading straight to the top yeah. um, in in the set of goals, um, and so they people have have given that to me. But I mean, I, I really go back to my parents, really. Um, you, you, I was taught you, you put in the hard work. Yeah. Um, and what you you earn your you earn your luck. Mm. Um, it's it's oh, not I like that. That's a great it's, phrase. <laughs> it's just not something that happens. And um, my be- my dad really instilled a lot of that into me. I mean, he was really, he, he really drove me and, and some of the stories and, and unfortunately, he's no longer with us either um but some of the stories I share with my mom today um she says your dad would never say that and I said oh absolutely he did
0: (laughs) and and I'm glad he did because he
1: really pushed me and 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 um really taught me that the only thing that you take take with yourself to the the grave is 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 your word and and you better you better make good on that Mm. um for yourself and the people that you surround yourself with um and I'll just throw one more in I mean my wife I mean she's uh, when I had the opportunity with Shelly to purchase this in 2016, she said, you want to do this since you've been seventh grade, you've been talking about owning your own business for a very yeah. long time. And she said, do it. She said, I believe in you. Um, I know you can do it. And so, um, and she says, what do we have to lose? She said, it's just stuff. Yeah. Um, and we, we can recover that stuff. We've recovered that stuff previously. And hey, we can, we can do it again. So, um, so I, I, as I said, I can't point to any one person. Yeah. And everybody's be oh, such, <laughs> such great stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I the support of our of our wives is is huge. I had a similar you know experience when I was considering you know starting my own business, and my wife was the same. Like, right? It's just stuff you've always wanted to do. This. The question she asked me was you know, if you don't do it in five years from now, will you look back and regret it? And I'm like, Yeah, I probably will. And she's like, Well, then let's go, right? <laughs> let's- yeah, I th- that's,
1: that's a similar, that's a similar <laughs> response that my wife gave me. she said, "You just just do it.
0: I like what you said earlier about your, your dad taught you that, uh, you know, that hard work earns luck. Um, I, I, it's just an awesome phrase, because uh, I don't believe there is such thing as luck, right? There are, there are things that we do to attract, you know, things to happen in our life and and hard work is one of those and you know strategic thinking and planning and doing right are all things that are going to result in, in an outcome so thank and you for learning. That. that's awesome
1: yeah constant learning um uh i mean i i could throw that in there i could be uh, throwing self-awareness um into there as well um and then i can throw in you know surround yourself with uh with really great people i mean so there's been some great companies that i've worked with um are worked in and uh it, it's amazing the talent that's there and you know you can always you're gonna, you can always learn from just as much what to do versus what not to do when you <laughs> see these various people come up through the ranks and sure. and uh i mean you, you get you just get some really good advice and sometimes it's it's intended to be given to you and sometimes you, you just <laughs> can see it and uh, you say ah that's a piece that i'm going to take yeah. uh with me further on Hey Rick, what's your biggest
0: learning as a business owner?
1: Um, wow, I mean, there's there's a lot there too to unpack. But uh, in terms of uh, learning, is is that it, it doesn't come easy. Mm. Um, it, the the starting phrase, the the starting base of where you uh, where you build from, it takes a lot of effort. It takes perseverance um it takes um dedication it takes um a belief that you know that your 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 plan is going to work um you mm-hmm. you bring to market um is something that other people find value in and are willing to pay you um uh, for that service and um it, it just it, it just takes a lot of work the first three years coming out in 2016 so 2016 through 2000 and it was really the end of 2016 so I'll really. Roll it into 2020. Those are really those are tough, tough years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that from oh, you're 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 a business owner, so hey, you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want right. to do it. <laughs> uh, one of my one of my sons said, "Hey, you don't have a boss anymore." Hmm, yeah, you do. It's the bank. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's always a boss there, and your customers are your boss. the 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 team that you build, they're your boss um you're, you're there to serve them um just as much um as they're serving the customers i mean i it's it, there's so many people that you have to you have to balance and you have to balance your time i mean mm. one of the toughest parts in in the process of, of really going from uh zero to nuts to something is that um, you got to balance your time um or you're going to burn yourself out yeah
0: yeah when the um the stats are pretty pretty significant in terms of the percentage of businesses that fail, it can be up to 80%, depending on which article you're reading. And the number one reason for those failures, it has been noted as burnout. And typically, what happens, right, is, you know, people, they do that hustle and grind. and, And right now, unfortunately, social media is celebrating, right, that concept of the hustle and grind. But, you know, people, people keep working and working and working. And then, you know, they, they get where they just don't have any gas left right and unfortunately you just can't sustain that that workload yeah that's not
1: yeah that's not sustainable and and if you're going to jump into going into business um it's something that you have to jump in with both feet and do a a real commitment it's not a try so one of the phrases that um that I've carried on to my 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 kids is um is from what I call my favorite philosopher Yoda (laughs) <laughs> um, which is which is do or do not. There is no try. Yes. Um, so that's really what it comes down to in, in starting a business. You're not trying to start it. You're not going to say, "Ah, oh, you know, if it doesn't work out, you know, in a couple months, I'll go try something else." No, it, you're going in with both feet, and you're going to go do it. Yeah. And if you if you make that commitment, and and you did put a good plan together, um, and, and have some backing around that and support, it's it, it will happen. It's just yeah. well as you said it doesn't happen overnight
0: yeah we uh, uh thanks for sharing the yoda quote we use that in some of our seminars because we we all we know from you know things like think and grow rich and the law of attraction that you know success is 80 to 90 percent of what we think and believe right so the try right is actually a subconscious cop-out right right so we can turn back and go well it didn't work out at least i tried right? Or I'll try harder next time, but we're actually giving ourselves permission to fail by not committing to doing. So I, I appreciate you
1: sharing that. That's awesome. One of my sons used it on his essay to get into college. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, Rick, we know that business
0: success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us about one of the biggest challenges you've had as a business owner and and maybe a fellow business owner who you know came alongside
1: you and helped you through it. Well, it was really in the starting phase of our business. We lost a lot of money. Mm. Lots of money. Um, and the the direction that we were headed was it was not a good direction. Um, but in in talking with others um, and teaming up with the, the right banking relationship, um, and that really believed in our business model, we were able to change the, the direction that we were we were operating in um that allowed us to to produce the profits to go ahead and and turn the business around and 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 really get it driven in the right direction I mean those first three years we were negative net equity in a big way um and uh we had a, a nice um uh, term loan on us um that's where it gets to that where I get back to that perseverance and yeah. believing in what you have um, and if there's any roadblocks in the way that uh, that um, or anything that's not that's broken in your business model that needs to be fixed, address it and, and address it quickly or as quickly as possible mm-hmm. um, for us um it, it it took a little bit of time and but we were able to change the direction and the way we operated um and and through that change um we we've been able to make big change for ourselves here um and, and for the, the for our team as well so I mean it's it, it was rough the first
0: 3 years it was it was tough yeah the 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 first 3 years are hard for everyone there's a uh, a stat that says that at most new business owners significantly overestimate the first you know 3 years of their business and then significantly underestimate the long term you know potential in the business and and uh and also what I've tended to see is there are a lot of folks who don't borrow enough money right they they do it more bootstrapped and because they don't anticipate all the different costs and and oopses and right and mistakes that we're going to make in the first 3 years that to your point right costs money so not having you know the money available through an SBA loan or something like that can really you know hamper though that first 3 years where it's important to be able to do some testing and measuring and right and course correction and trial and error
1: well, it, it gets. There's there's a reason my hair is white. Um, <laughs> there's a reason that my hair is white, and 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 it goes back to another thing that my dad taught me when I was young. So we used to play Monopoly, mm. and um, so when I was a kid, and he would always tell me, "You need to spend money to make money. You need to spend money to make money." Um, and I would be hoarding all that money in front of me, <laughs> and then he would end up beating me because he was buying all the properties, putting you know houses and hotels on it. And then once I figured out. Okay, well, you need he's right. Um yeah. It, it it's going to be empty in front of um uh, in front of my board for a bit, but if I play it right and I and I buy the right pieces of property and I put the the hotels in the right places based off of where I I see his dice are rolling him to, yes. then uh then I can win the game. Yes. Um yes. So uh, so I that there's just little things just that, that just come along the way that just are uh, always kind of popping up and 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 uh, just driving the direction that you need to go. and you just need to listen to those voices and be self-aware about them yeah our
0: our gut and our instinct, right our our subconscious super conscious, whatever word you want to use, right is very powerful right there is there is a a message and a voice inside that's guiding and directing us, but we have to slow down right and and be still and be able to hear what that instinct or guts telling us so that we can take advantage of you know what we already know in terms of what's yes. that
1: that's the run in the morning and we talked earlier that's that's the cutting the grass at the end and uh, you know it, that has a beginning middle and end anyway mm-hmm. business doesn't have that the door I mean, we could work 24/7 if we if we really had if we if we didn't need any sleep. Right. <laughs> um, but but those time periods are are great, and it's a great way to start your day. Is I start my day in a run, um, or as I um, or, or that's again that's why I like to be work out in the yard. I just I put the earphones on and I'm in a whole new world, and and I just have the start, middle, and end piece, and I get to look back and oh, yeah, that looks nice.
0: I said, hey, Rick, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. If I was to ask you to pick three people in your business owner journey that you're most grateful for them being there to help contribute to the business's growth, who are those three people and how they help you?
1: Well, I keep going back to the same people. I go back to my wife, uh, giving me the constant support. And uh, when I'm working at you know 11 or midnight and it or uh, we'll be watching a movie or whatever, and I say hey, I've, I got an email. I'm got, I need to take care of it, and I'd rather put it on um, uh, on the company email address than just respond here on my on my phone. Yeah, she's she's always very supportive mm-hmm. um, and and allows me to continue to push forward to where I need to be. Uh, another one is uh, Shelly Austin. Um, there are days that she's super down about what's going on in the operation, um, and she comes back and and she, she helps, she, both of us help each other. So the days that we're down, thankfully, they're not the same days. Sometimes yeah, they right. are, but
0: <laughs> it, in any
1: case, um, it's been a great partnership over 26 years. I mean, there, there's not been too many people that can say that. And it's not been just here at Intech. I mean, we worked at a couple of companies prior together mm. um, where we built that trust. And that trust, uh, it, it it's, it's evolved over time. It, it was a, a little bit more vocal of a trust, let's just say um at the beginning as we challenge each other as, right. as we're to build and create um but now it, it, it's not so much that it's 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 we're really on the same page and we're, all, we're rowing the same direction yeah. um, and we're pushing each other forward um which, which is a really good thing um and then on the third yeah, as i said my dad's not here but he's here yeah awesome
0: Rick, as you think about the next three to five years, uh, what are the biggest challenges that you see that you're going to face in terms of uh, getting to the goals that you've set for the company? And who are the types of people you're going to need to help resolve those?
1: So, I mean, the the tough things are is is technology. Technology is expensive. Uh, It's constantly changing Um, and, and we invest pretty heavily in it today um outside of our HR line items on our p and it, it, it's it's really the cost of uh, of the technology and making sure that you're staying out in front of it hmm. um it's, it's not only staying out in front of it for service reasons it's staying out in front of it to stay efficient as well sure. um so that, that's a super challenge out there um particularly being a small business to make sure that you can find the right solutions that are economical for right. for your stuff thankfully technology is getting cheaper it's just a matter of staying out in front of it and it's really the cost of Im- implementation is is what's expensive anymore um but that's why we have the mercury gate side because we get ourselves uh our, our our tech team actually pays for itself through uh doing the same types of things and being out in front of it with other companies mm-hmm. like similar to ourselves and shippers so that that's one um people um you can't mm-hmm. get anything done without people <laughs>
0: right.
1: um and so that that's definitely on on, on we, we've got to build a team we, we, we've got to build a team that is dedicated and they understand our cause um which our cause is to provide a higher level of service than shippers get themselves from from other freight providers um so we have to provide that white glove type service right um for our, our customers um and then We've got our business relationships, so we're a non-asset company, so uh, all we really have is service. So that, again, gets back to our technology and our people and making sure that we're hiring the the, the people that are energetic and want to be engaged with the business. Ask questions, inquisitive. Um, Competitive works as well, too, um, because they're always trying to find a better answer to what they're doing um, so they can service the customer better. But then since we don't own any assets and and really we're just a service. And I, I don't want to say just a service because it is a it is a service, and, yeah. and it and uh, it 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 gets uh, people uh, their shipments from point A to point B. It's it's our business partners that actually own those assets and developing those relationships. That's taking time. It's not something that happens overnight. Um, and at this point, we have business relationships that um, they come to us and say, "Hey, we see that these opportunities out here that that others aren't taking advantage of." You're the service provider. We're the asset provider. <clears throat> Let us be good at what we do. You do what you do best, and, and come in with solutions. So, I mean, those three things in in terms of trying to put those together with the right mixture. I mean, you're baking a cake. Yes. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and, and you're trying to, to 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 put the right balance of ingredients so you, you get the best tasting cake at the end of the day. Um, and, and it has to look good too because you've got to go ahead and you've got to market um and and tell people what you're all about i mean and that's and that's difficult i mean we're not, our name isn't fedex our name isn't ups our name isn't jv hunt who in the heck is in tech yeah. um so you've got to get your name out there you, you've got to build your brand right. um and, and really and, and that brand needs to mean something when people go to that so i mean i get that you're, you're networking in conferences you're talking in conferences you try to be in thought leadership um uh, on key industry magazines Um, for us, we do a lot of, we do a lot of publishing of blogs, Mm -hmm. um, that really drive most of our traffic. We have about 50,000 people that come to our website asking questions. I mean, they're Googling questions of how can I do this better? How can I do that better? And that's how people find us. Um, same thing in the podcast. We really got to share into the podcasts, um, and, and, and into other video, um, ways that people can find us because, um that buyers are a bit different than what they used to be. Buyers used to be, you can make phone calls and they're gonna pick up the phone. You could send (laughs) emails and they're gonna answer the emails. They're getting inundated by so much noise out there today. So it's really, how do you get your voice out there without being the noise that they're gonna head and delete or be annoyed with that even if you do see them at a conference, they're they're going to want to talk with you. you you just gave me 15 emails in the last 2 days i i don't want to talk to you You're right. <laughs> to talk. Um, so those those are i mean i really touched on four different four different areas that are challenges and and that's what we're going to those are the things that we need to mix to the proper level to to go ahead and and go out to the, and, and continue to build the business because that's it, it, you've got to grow um we're not going to be our goal isn't be, to be like the, the multi-billion dollar company we always want to be in that mid-market um, logistics size company that can provide a higher level of service where the owners um, shelly and i are involved in our our customers business every day um, we don't see ourselves um, not knowing what's going on um with our operations managers and and, their, and our customer managers that um that that helps us provide a service else it gives um uh, our our customers a a different feel than what they get from from working with others, where they may see their top brass and and top talent, you know, they may see them once a year, maybe twice a year. Um, They know that they can hear from us at any time during the year. Wonderful. Last question here,
0: Rick. Jim Rohn says that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So as you think about that quote, what advice would you have for business owners who are trying to do it on their own?
1: Yes. Same thing I had for my my kids growing up. Surround yourself with high quality people. Mm. Um everybody will you'll raise to the to the level that they operate at. Um don't be afraid um that you're not the smartest person in the, in the room. As a matter of fact, don't be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> find find yourself that you feel that you're being challenged by your peers or people that you would like to be peers and you're not quite there yet. Mm. Um and 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 really follow that, and you know. So you're talking five people, yeah. I, I absolutely make sure that that those five people are people that you you look up to, and you know. In challenging times, look at what they would, what they did, and and in, in their challenging times, ask them in their challenging times, and you may find out that that one of those people are not is not, you know, at to the level that you think they may be. Um, and you might want to toss one out and throw another one in to the bunch <laughs> right? or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you get. You, you, you need to surround yourself with high quality people that you know that if you picked up your phone and and made a phone call to them that they would go ahead and and they'd answer it mm-hmm. and and you respect what they have to say and uh yeah and, and and listen I mean you need to listen if if you're gonna pick up the phone just like if you go to a doctor and they say you got some you got a problem you need to listen to the doctor you go to attorney <laughs> you need to listen to them there's you just go and say ah never mind and, you know that's what they said but I don't believe them you're right <laughs>
0: Hey, Rick, it sounds like you've been blessed with some uh, incredible people in your business owner journey that have helped you along the way. If they were all here on the show today, what would you want to say to them?
1: Enormously grateful. Thank you.
0: I love it. Hey, Rick, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thanks so much for being
1: on the show. All right. Well, thank you for having me, Tim. I really appreciate it. It's been fun.
0: To everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening to the Self Made is a Myth show with your host, Coach Tim Campbell. Be sure to help us spread this movement by liking the show and posting about it on your social media. And to join our movement, go to bemadtogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward and I'll see you all next time. Take care.